Hello there, you're listening to Context, giving you a biblical perspective on issues of race, inequality, gender, abortion, culture, and so much more with Timba Lamini. Hello and welcome to Context. If this is your first time here, thank you for taking time out to join us. And I know that we are going to have a great time learning and equipping so that we can live our best life for Jesus in our South African context. This week, we continue our discussion with Pastor Cecil, who served us so well last week. We are discussing all things culture and Christ. We are answering the question of, can I have both Christ and culture? Do we have to choose? If you haven't listened to part one, I encourage you to go and listen to it. And trust me, you will not be disappointed. It will give you context for part two or today's episode. I will leave a link in the description below for part one so you can easily access it. Otherwise, you just search on the on the channel. You should be able to find it easily. Don't forget to like this page. And the more likes we get, the more people get to view, enjoy, and get to be empowered by the content that we are sharing here today. The more people we get to reach, the more the gospel goes, the more people are able to be effective in serving Jesus Christ in our nation. Your like and your comment matters to us in a small way or a big way in helping us spread the gospel. Enjoy. What you're saying is 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 quite, uh, maybe that's the moment even for me right now and then to to every believer, to every Christian, to keep that picture in mind. Sure. Uh, I once uh, um, for a while ignored updating my phone and then I knew that it had photos that meant so much to me. Sure. And then for some reasons I could no longer access those photos sure. because they, they, I had not updated my phone so I lost so much of um, pictures that carried so much history and you know the beauty of where I had been mm, you know mm, at, mm. At, at that time so it is uh, absolutely I can never em- emphasize this enough that we adopt that learner mentality sure. Jesus the king of kings would engage by asking questions Sure. not making statements. Wow. And then good. so when we make statements, we assume we know it and therefore we don't need um, yeah. the op- to, to hear, hear what, to what the other person has sure. to say. So That's we good. just shut down there. So we need to update that and then continue to, um, uh, to grow like going forward um, uh, in every area, um, you know, in our relationship with God, in our relationship with, with those around us. You know, but also by loving those that are still not in a space where they can say, well, I spoke with God this morning. Sure. We were still battling to actually know who God is and then come with that compassionate attitude. Um, sometimes we think being compassionate is being weak. And sometimes we think of that as, um, as a compromise sure. or, 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 you know, um, uh, as, as a compromise uh, of a of a particular value, therefore we feel kind of like weak. But it's a virtue of who God is. Wow, what is happening in Exodus three? Uh, Exodus three, God says, "I have heard the cries of my people, therefore I have come." Sure. The "I have come," it's 
the compassion of God within to say, I'm not going to sit right here. I'm going to engage and be hands-on, liberate, set my people free, and take them to the promised land um, uh, that I have for them individually and collectively um, as a group as well. So I think the great learning, uh, I believe we are going very far. Uh, Whether I am a an atheist or I don't know uh, um, whether I am whatever religion or whatever uh, way of thinking if I've got that mind that seeks to know that seeks that ask questions well as the saying goes the teacher will come and the Holy Spirit is the teacher he will come and take this thing a bit further and then he will keep on growing and becoming better and better as people so the invitation is definitely that of allowing God's perspective really uh, influence or shape our culture, not removing the culture, but shape the culture. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself. No, you're good. <laughs> no, you're there. <laughs> so, 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 um, um, so, so, um, I'm, I'm kind of like I don't want to get too much ahead of myself, but um, that's the invitation, yeah. you know, where. We are invited to be partners with God as we do life in this cross-cultural, cross-racial space because it's out of that place from the source himself, God, that we learn how to treat uh, those around us irrespective of the culture they come uh, they come from. So that becomes a, a key thing. So for me in particular, like as we deal in, in this series, um, of God and culture, um, the, 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 the thing that be, became a, a thing uh, that maybe is important to kind of like drop in here as an encouragement is, um, is looking into the benefits of God's perspective in shaping our culture. And that's what we've been talking about. You know, uh, how God views the culture. Do we throw everything out? Do we celebrate culture? Or do we just become super spiritual and say um, we, 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 we just go with the kingdom culture? Kingdom culture is, is really God's ways um, of, um, of, of values that comes within us and, and actually begin to mold us from within sure. to be able to do life around us in a way that will glorify him while at the same time making the difference. So, um, so to the listeners, um, uh, uh, I don't know if you, must I just go ahead? <laughs> so, go for yeah. it, go for yeah. it, go for it. Yeah, because I feel like I am there right now. And then so perhaps uh, to, to, to the listeners, let's just tackle um, this time together. Uh, w- w- let's spend this time together in the, under this series, God and Culture. Just continue to, to, to share some insight in terms of what I call the benefits of God's perspective in shaping our culture. Uh, I want to say uh, or put this before you that it's my observation that from, ta- from generation to generation, most people are toying with this question. Can't I have both God and the culture at the same time? I'm sure you've heard as we've been discussing that we are trying to reconcile things there and bring proper uh, perspective, you know. Now, now when we ask that question, 
uh, generally we just want to do life in a comfortable way yeah. uh, that suits us and uh, we just want to do that with the blessing uh, of the Lord. So when we ask that question for me, it's as though God is responding to us in Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9. My thoughts, says God, are not your thoughts. God is recognizing the power of thinking in shaping the culture, the power of renewing, not removing the mind. Sure. Nor are your ways my ways. Uh, where we come from, people are known by their ways. They are yeah. known by, that's how you tell the culture. So the ways refers to the culture and the ways of doing things. God, God goes on to say in verse 9, for the heavens... For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, yep. and my thoughts than your ways. It's interesting to note that God sees my way of life. He does not ignore it. He yep. sees the culture that uh, I live in. And in comparing our ways and thoughts with his uh, ways and thoughts, God says, well, he shows us here in the scripture that his way, his thinking is, um, if I, I put it this way, his thinking is not just um, a, a different, but it is superior, it's high, sure. and it is by far better than ours. So it's as though if you engage the voice of God here, he's inviting us uh, to choose what is better. Sure. You know, to choose to move from bad to, to good, yep. to move from good to great. You know, he takes us from glory to glory. So he's inviting us in that space. But there is a sense also here that says God's mission is uh, not about conforming to our culture, but about transforming it. Sure. You know, he's not here to conform to my way of life. Sure. I'm not God. He's not my servant. But he's here to maximize and to bring the best in us. We are sure. made in his image. So though we are broken, there's a part in us that is still reflective of who he is. And he wants to bring sure. the beauty of that uh, 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 to the fore. So what, uh, what, my, what, what touched me uh, reading this scripture here was... Um, just the power of thoughts, sure. you know, in influencing um, the culture. I begin to think of, you know, how human beings uh, progressed and achieved great things just by one using his mind very well. Think of the days when people used to walk, but now we are not only cycling, but we, we are able to fly now sure. because yeah. of the thought, uh, the quality of thought that was pursued by someone that has changed the culture now as we know the culture of traveling. Sure. But equally so, uh, uh, we can also see the negative consequences of a bad thinking, you know, immoral thinking in terms of how it has also shaped the culture and divided the, the, the communities on the basis of their differences instead of making a room to celebrate the fact that we are made in his image. And sure. it's okay to be an introverted person, an extroverted person, to be tall, to be... It's part of who God is. He's a God um, of diversity and is inviting us to that space. You know, I begin to think of incidents like Holocaust, mm. where somebody thought that I am better than you. You know that sure. mentality, I'm better than you. 
by nature, that mentality degenerated to a toxic notion that goes, even my culture, therefore, is better than yours. And then you built the wall. And then while you despise those whose culture or or you you devalue. And I think of uh, in our context here in South Africa, apartheid and um, its atrocities, you know, that were committed under its uh, flag. That did not come from the vacuum. It came from a thought. You see, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Mine are by far higher than your thoughts. So come, let me teach you how to update your thinking so you can live relevantly, making a significant difference um, wherever you are. How about Rwandan uh, uh, genocide? It was somebody who just called other human beings cockroaches. And what a demeaning, you know, picture of calling someone made in the image of God a cockroach. And that thought, you know, progressed into shaping the reality of that region. I can mention a lot of historical incidents to just show the power of thoughts. And so God is not saying, let's stop thinking here, but let us use our thinking well in order to uh, to to operate in a God-honoring way in our cultures where we don't actually marginalize others. So God's mission is not about conforming to our culture, um, but transforming it. In other words, um, uh, when God wants us to adopt his way, contrary to what our question is saying, mm. can I have, or can't I have both? You know, it says, I want to give you the best. I want to move sure. it for your own good that I'm inviting you to see life as, 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 as I see it in my perspective. And so I just want to, to uh, I said earlier on, the, the focus for me uh, as I'm uh, sharing with you is the benefits of God's perspective in shaping uh, our culture. Maybe just the first benefit, you know, of the three. The first benefit is that we remember who we are. Isn't it amazing? We remember who we are, not what we think we are, but who we really are. In Genesis 1.26, it says that God said, let us make man in our image. Can you now see that you are not the product of your circumstance? You are a product of God's thoughts, God's mind. You came out exactly the same way God wanted you to come out, you see. So we remember who we are, Mm. that before I am a black man married cross-culturally and staying in that suburb, I am first and foremost a child of God, made in his image, carrying his DNA within me. So it's important to keep that mind that he's inviting us to let his perspective be the chief or, or primary influence in terms of shaping uh, our, our culture. So what does it really mean to remember who we are um, or rather to being made in the image of God? You know, I just want to remind us basically under this point we remember who we are, that uh, we are unique. We have a unique identity rather. We are made, as I've said, in the image of God. So when Paul encountered God, his life was changed completely. Uh, He began to say in in Galatians 3, 26 and 27, um, there is neither Jew nor Greek. It's not that those cultures don't exist anymore. 
but those cultural markers are no longer primary. They sure. are bowing down to how God sees us. So we have a unique identity being made in the image of God. And secondly, in terms of what it means to be made in the image of God, is that you and me are designed to do life in community, sure. a diverse community. You know, we are... We come from different cultures, different racial backgrounds, but it's a call of God to come together like that a bouquet of flowers. You know, when we are together, we just uh, emit the scent of beauty that shapes the environment uh, around us. And then uh, thirdly, thirdly, you have a unique responsibility. It says, let them have dominion over Mm. Then it mentioned things, yeah. you know, not over, not dominating over each other. You know, yes, you dominate over fish, over baits, and then over cattle, as the scripture says. But I would like to suggest that dominate, dominating or exercising dominion also include a ruling over our cultural racial biases. Sure, To never let those things be primary in how we engage with people to let the perspective of God decide for us that we're going to treat this person uh, with dignity and respect because they're just like me. Mm, I mm. am special. I'm made in the image of God. I'm not an accident. I am here uh, by God's design, sure. by God's choosing. And, um, and that's where we get, again, the idea of equality, mm. that we are all equal in value. Uh, no one is... Uh, inferior no one is is inferior no one has a right to come and and demonstrate their their sense of self-importance by urinating on the books of another or as we have just seen sadly in happening just recently and i'm glad south africans most are saying this is not who we are we will not allow these things to define us so while we try to 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 we, we want to help both mm. uh, the people Nelson Mandela uh, put it nicely when he says I fought against white domination and black domination so here is an example of someone a uh, kind of like wanting to exercise dominion over all ha- over hatred biases sure. and stuff like that by wanting to see both the oppressed and the oppressed being set free. Sure. You know, that speaks into the value of who we are being made in the image of God. Sure. So benefit one is we remember who we are. And then uh, benefit number two in terms of allowing God's perspective to shape our culture is we remember why we are here. Mm, mm. That's a big question. Mm. Why are we here? God's perspective calls us to a place of purpose where we remember Number one, we exist to enjoy a relationship with God. Sure. We were made to enjoy that relationship with God. God was not lonely when he created us so that when we are there, he can just use it to fill uh, a gap in his heart. Because the scripture says God is love, mm. he wanted to share the abundance of that love with us. So that's what I mean by saying to enjoy relationship with God. But number two, um, we exist in terms of uh, why we're here. We exist to represent God's character sure. wherever we do life. First John chapter 4, verse 16 says, God is love. Sure. So as we do life in this community, 
um, so diverse is from a place of first and foremost understanding that I myself am loved. What is sure, love? What is love? Mm. Love is acting, is seeking the best for another. It is seeking, is acting on the interest of another, best interest of another. It's not about me. That is our cultural love, that yeah. I'm going to love you because you're doing this for me. But the kingdom love is desiring the best for another. Sure. By nature, you want to come alongside and because you know it's not about you, but it's about showing the love of God uh, around them. Psalm 115 verse 16 the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. For what? To exercise dominion. And that dominion is, 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 is flowing from the love of God, you yeah. know, from a place of being loved by God. It's so difficult to, to give what you do not have. Yeah. So yeah. all of us, we do need to receive the love of God is so loved the world that he gave. And then that which is needed even in our families, the love, the love of God, every child needs that, every member of every family needs to know that they are valued, they are loved. And that comes from a place of uh, having received that because we cannot give what we do not have. What a noble responsibility uh, we have. So we, he says, my ways are higher than your ways. Sure. Uh, how I do things, because culture is how things are done here, is driven my thinking of how I think about you. And then so allow my thinking of you to shape how you think and feel about yourself. Don't let your surrounding decide who you are. Mm. That's very important for somebody. Don't let your circumstance decide who you are, mm. but let the Lord be the one that decides that from a place of receiving uh, his love. The benefits of God's perspective in shaping our culture is very critical, not only in knowing who we are and why we are here, but thirdly and lastly, to, re to remember where we are headed. That's sure. a benefit number three. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Revelation 7 verse 9 is a very beautiful pre picture of what God desires for us in the here and now. And then he shows us, he gives us a preview in the eternity future, how that would look like. Mm, and mm. then that not only do we see just God in the Garden of Eden making men and women in his image, but as the Bible closes, it closes with a picture of a great multitude of men and women, mm. different languages, different tribes, different uh, culture, praising God for what? For salvation, which is the gift of God's love that has been received only by faith, mm. not by my performance, but by faith in Christ um, uh, Jesus. And then so we remember <laughs> uh, that that picture uh, is a clear indicator and a reminder for me that we, we are actually going to a place, maybe let me just say that one again, that where we are going in God's uh, perspective is a place where everyone is welcome. Mm. You know, on the basis of having received Christ Jesus as the way and the truth and the life. And I know that colonially speaking, uh, religion such as Christianity has been kind of abused, but we do not discuss, discard 
a, a philosophy simply because of its abuse. Sure, uh, we, we don't, we do not, we do not do that. We mm. redeem it. We don't chuck out as uh, as Tembelani said earlier on. We don't chuck out uh, the the baby with the dirty uh, uh, water. We redeem uh, the baby. So I don't know um, the story. Rather, is told of uh, Albert Einstein uh, taking a train from Princeton, and then where he's seen frantically looking for a ticket and the conductor punching the tickets uh, of every passenger comes to him and then he sees that uh, 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 Einstein actually doesn't have um, his ticket and then he says to him, uh, Dr. Einstein, we know who you are. Sure. We know who you are, just sit and relax. Mm. And then uh, you would have bought your ticket, you, uh, you might have lost it, but we know who you are. And mm. a feeling reso that even the passengers re resonate with. And then, the story goes that as the conductor passes by, he then takes a glance behind and then you see Dr. Albert Einstein frantically looking and searching for the ticket. And then he goes back to him, say, Dr. Einstein, we know who you are. Please, don't worry about the ticket, I paraphrase, to which he responded by saying, my son, I do understand who I am but I don't know where I am going. Sure, yeah. You know, so so I, I like that That's story mm. because, um, you know, when we allow God's uh, perspective shape us, it actually reminds us that we are headed somewhere mm. into a space where um, uh, everybody, as I've said earlier on, is welcome. So while we're still here, uh, our relationship with God gives us an opportunity to practice being that kind of community mm. that one day will be uh, will stand before the, the lamb it's a community where no one is discriminated against on grounds of race of gender of age of social standing um it's a community where everybody is treated as equal sure. you know because in actual reality we are all made in the image of god that's what jesus christ does he restores that uh, dignity to us, that we matter. And therefore, as the children of God, when we see something in society is not going all right, mm. we must wave a flag, you know, of God's kingdom to say, this is not the right way sure. of treating individuals. This is not the right way of um, uh, doing things. By that, we are operating in truth, uh, yet with grace, uh, not being judgmental. We are making a stand of what is right. And perhaps um, as you are listening where you are, you are saying, hey, this resonates with me. Sure. I realize that I've allowed my own opinion to shape my culture. I don't even, I see men as uh, toxic masculine uh, figures. And then I see women as useless. Or I see that culture or that race as in, not in not so right way. How do I even begin to start to do the updates that you are talking about? And it's such a great question. And I just wanted to encourage to you, you and say the following. You know what? Be the change you want to see mm. in the world where you do life. That's your culture, where you are. And then how do you do that? I want to suggest three things to you as I, as I conclude. One, recognize Choose to recognize that equality is God's idea. Mm. We are made in his image. And from that point of view, 
choose to see others as important because to God, people matter irrespective of their status. And then uh, two, uh, respond to cross-cultural spaces with humility. We've mm. already discussed that. Humility is all about uh, an inquisitive mindset, you know, willing to learn. And then where you differ, you can differ uh, truthfully but graciously at the same time. When we do that, even in our being in parliament or whatever spaces where we find ourselves in, in public spaces, we can differ from a place of truth yet with grace. Mm. Why? We are, we, we, we are not talking to a thing. We are talking to a human being made in the image of God. Lastly, not only do we recognize that equality is God's idea, respond to cross-cultural spaces with humility, wanting to learn, seeking to understand before mm. being understood. But I want to close with this by a challenge to replace me first mentality with God first sure. mentality. Power. And then when we get into that point mm. where uh, we, we are so secure in who we are, that we value others more and our presence in their spaces make them feel valuable, then we are at the space where God wants us to be. We put God first. Why? Because God is the one who created us in his image. So I just want to to recap in closing in terms of the benefits of God's perspective in shaping our cultures, inviting us, number one, to remember who we are when we allow him to shape our culture with his perspective. And then number two, we remember why we are here. And then number three, we also remember we've got a future. I know the plans mm. I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you um, uh, hope and the future. Hope is a positive outlook of the future. And then so that's the third benefit. We remember we are headed somewhere. Things are not always going to be the way they are, provided we choose to engage and allow God's perspective to define or to shape our culture. I trust this has been meaningful to you. What a wonderful opportunity. Uh, that Temba gave me to come and just have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sister Zamini, everybody. A powerhouse, a tank of wisdom, a reservoir of knowledge. And he is a disciplined student of culture, as you have heard and seen. Not only a student of culture, but also one who's well endowed with biblical knowledge, who's able to beautifully juxtapose culture and the Bible and shed light on some in intricacies between following Christ and also following or also being able to apply Christ in the culture that we are currently living in. Sita has been a beautiful it was been a pleasure to have you join us on the show and we have been thoroughly blessed and empowered to be able to effectively apply God's truth to the prescripts of culture. I hope you have been blessed and encouraged by today's discussion. I certainly have been and looking forward to our next guest that will be coming up next week and we have an amazing guest who is also well endowed with the word who leads 
a congregation and who is also a joke big hub leader of a group of churches and that is greg tate and i can't wait to introduce you to him next week where we will expose it more or we will discuss more issues around culture my key takeaway today in our discussion with Cecil was that we should replace the me first culture with the Christ first culture. And that is a charge that I hope to live by. And I hope that you also will accept and also resolve to live by that charge of keeping God first in your life. With those words, I want to say to you, Sa Laniga. Until next time, cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Context. We pray that today's podcast helps you live your best life for God and that you're encouraged to invite others to do the same. If today's discussion was helpful to you, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. In doing so, you will help others learn more about living for God in our context. If you would like to get in touch with us, please contact us on the details in the description. Because truly, context is everything.